0: It is January 1st, 2022. Happy New Year, friends. I don't know about you, but I love New Year's and Mondays and fresh starts. However, I know that not all newness or change feels exciting or fresh. Sometimes the New Year brings about the unexpected, the painful, and even the ugly in our health, in our marriages, and in our life circumstances. So this month, we're going to be discussing change, new things, discomfort of growing, and when these things change, what we cling to, and when life throws you curveballs, how we handle it, how to create boundaries with change, and what you count on in those times, and how to not just cope, but cling to the God who remains the same So today we're going to be talking about three actions to take now so that you can navigate change this year. So go grab your coffee and get ready because here we go. This isn't a game of ding dong ditch and don't worry, I'm not a solar panel salesman. I'm just here to see you friend. Whether you have spit up stains and cluttered counters or you're still in your heels from work and just getting dinner started. Take a minute and come sit with me. Welcome to The Jar Podcast with your host Lydia, certified teacher, homeschool boy mom, oh Lord help me, and marriage ministry leader, bringing you tough lessons from my own journey to soul health and wholeness. Together each week, we'll discuss our struggles, pain, and shame. We'll combat labels and lies with biblical truth, and we'll work through our mess and come out stronger, more confident, and rooted in our identity in Christ. So move your pile of laundry over. Better yet, let me help you fold it while we talk. Thanks for letting me in. Now let's get real. Whether this is your first time to the JAR podcast, welcome. Or if you have been here week after week, thank you for coming back. I want you to make sure that you are a part of the Christian Wife and Marriage Community group on Facebook. So go to the show notes and click on the link or go to Facebook groups and type in the search bar Christian Wife and Marriage Community. You can also just type in bit.ly slash Christian Wife and Marriage Community. We are going to keep the conversation going over there about change and newness and how to handle and navigate when life throws curveballs our way. So make sure to join us over there. All right, today we are going to talk about three actions that really need to be taken now, like yesterday, but today. January 1st, start off the year right, and these probably are not your typical resolutions or words of the year, but they're going to help you to really set a good foundation for year 2022. Maybe you've been good at this before, maybe it's just a refresher for you, and that's fine too, but maybe you have felt Um, yourself struggle when you start a new year and you think, oh, this is going to be the best year yet. And I've got all these resolutions and I'm going to do all the things and I'm going to get in shape and I'm going to be kind and I'm going to help people (laughs) and be generous and get out of debt. Whatever all of your goals are, those are great. And I'm not here to talk about goals necessarily or about how to stick to them. But really, I want to pinpoint three things that are gonna help set a foundation for you for when you go through this year, whether you have just the best goals ever and you reach them all and everything goes according to plan or in most cases, I'm sure, you plan all of these things and you have really great intentions, but something happens. Something happens to you um, life doesn't go your way, something happens to your health, your finances, your marriage, your family, and it just kind of rocks your boat and you don't really see it coming. Not necessarily that we can see everything coming. We are not, you know, omniscient. We're not God. We don't know everything that's coming in the future. And I think that's a good thing. But I do think that with these three foundational elements... And actions to take when things happen to us. We can walk through those changes without it destroying us, without it causing a complete shipwreck, without it blowing us completely off course. Of course, they're rooted in God's word. So let's dive in. The first one is trust. Yes, that's an action. (laughs) So when I say three actions to take, Trust is an action. It's a, it's a verb. You need to be able to trust in God's plan by trusting in his unchanging character. So I find it pretty comforting, and I don't know about you, but I find it extremely comforting that no matter what happens, no matter what's going on around me, the changes that come that either I want it to happen or the ones that are unexpected... I can trust in God's unchanging character. So here's a couple verses that um, support that idea. James 1, 17, it ends with, who does not change like shifting shadows. And that verse is talking about God. And I just, I like that visual of, you know, when you're watching maybe like a tree blowing in the wind and if it's a sunny day, you can see the shadow of it moving. And... Our, our life, our circumstances can feel like that sometimes. Like it won't just sit still. It won't do what it's told. And not that God does what he's told, but he, he is still. He is unchanging. He is a solid foundation and he doesn't shift like those shadows. It's not a guessing game with him. It's not wondering where he's going to be, where, where he might show up even though sometimes it might feel like that, he and his character are unchanging. And if you're not sure what that means, or maybe some of the characteristics of God that are unchanging, then I hope that you at least have a goal of getting to know him at a deeper level. Um, I know I have a goal to read through the Bible in one year, and I'm doing it with a group of women at my church and I'm so thankful for the accountability because I know I'm not going to be perfect at it, but my goal is to continue to know my God at a deeper level, including his unchanging character because I know there's going to be changes coming up this year. I just don't know what those are going to be. So another verse that supports this idea is Psalm 18 verse 2. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Isn't that encouraging? Just picture, you know, a storm going on or a battle raging around you and there's just this solid foundation under your feet. You're not even blown around. You have something to hold on to. You know, whether... (laughs) I have never really had like horseback riding lessons but I've been or I've gone horseback riding a couple times and I don't know about you but maybe I'm just not good at it and I need lessons but it's hard to hold on especially when they start trotting and I'm bouncing around and honestly it's partly because I'm laughing at the same time but you know there's that little horn on the saddle that you can hold on to and grip onto with all your might and that's our God for us. When we're going on a wild journey, a wild ride that feels chaotic and we don't know where we're going and we can't control the thing, right? It's a beast of an animal that's just not in our control. We have something to hold on to. We have a fortress, a deliverer, a a shield, someone to protect us, who's going into battle ahead of us, who is a safe place for us to land no matter what we're going through. And the last one, it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is and his good, pleasing and perfect will. Romans 12, do not conform to the pattern of this world. And you know, it's easy for us to conform to things when we're unaware of its effect on us when we aren't aware of how it can influence us. So part of this is being aware of of that, but also just knowing who our unchanging God is and trusting him. That's when we can have our minds renewed. That's when even if there's change going on, we can think about things that are positive, that's when we can test his will for our life and know what is that next right step to make. In this changing season, what is right? What does God want for me? We can know that because we're trusting him and his unchanging character and not the patterns of this world. You know, so many people, especially in this new year, think, oh, new, new year, new me, new year, new you. Just do you and do what feels right to you and Trust the things, I mean, they're not going to blatantly come out and say trust the things of this world, but the world is constantly pumping these messages into you, whether it's through TV or books or social media, and we have to be wise enough to know who the rock is, who our foundation is, and who we can actually trust. So that's point one. Another action that needs to be taken this year and right away is grow. We have to be able to grow when change comes. My husband would be proud of me for referencing this, but Newton's first law says that an object will not change its motion unless a force acts on it. So what are you allowing to force you to change? Is it forces from the outside or the inside? Do we have a choice in that? I mean, sometimes things happen to us and it feels like a force that is challenging us, changing us, whether we want to or not. Or are you aware of the internal, the inside force, the Holy Spirit? Are you aware of when he's trying to change you, transform your heart? Or are you stubbornly not changing? You don't want to be forced. You don't like being told what to do and you don't like change. Growth is what needs to happen because whether or not you think you're changing or growing, you are. And you're either growing in the right direction or the wrong direction. And so grow is the, the second action that needs to happen. And just just think about what, what makes a plant grow healthy. What are those nutrients? What are the things that it needs? And what are the things that prevent growth? What is the correlation between that and your soul, your mind, your heart, your faith? What's going to help you grow when this change comes? Are you nurturing it? Are you providing the right nutrients to your soul, to your mind, to your body to grow healthy, to grow strong when change comes? Are you in the Word? Are you in prayer every day? Are you talking to God? Are you listening to Him? Are you aware of your thought life and your reactions and your relationships? So be ready to grow this year and to grow strong and healthy because you're listening to the Holy Spirit. You're allowing for that transformation to happen, but your heart is also soft and ready for that. And there's another episode, it's back in the very beginning, I think it's episode three, called is your, is your Heart Hardened? And that one has a lot more to do about what creates sort of that fertile soil of your soul. So I encourage you to go back and listen to that episode. And the third and final action that needs to be taken this year to be ready for change is hope. To cope with change, hope is such a key factor. And it really is an action as well. I know a lot of people say have hope as if it's um, a noun and something to grasp. But honestly, hope is its a verb. It's an action to take. It's sort of that leap of faith to believe in the things unseen, to hope when you feel otherwise, when your feelings are telling you one thing like the world is falling apart and this will never end and... This is the worst thing that could ever happen to me. And I'm sure some of us and some of you have walked through and will walk through some really, really tough stuff this year. And that's probably not what you wanted to hear on the first day of the new year. Sorry, not sorry. God is going to grow you and stretch you and increase your trust in him, probably by walking you through some tough stuff. So hope is going to need to be that action that you take when this change comes, and if it's positive change, great, there is hope that just keeps that momentum and that motivation going. So, when life changes with our permission, like that, and it's planned, or without our permission, we didn't tell life that it could do this to us, but it did. And sin has caused all kinds of issues, so it's probably going to happen, whether that's your relationship status and you have walked through separation or divorce or you're about to or it's a loss of some sort whether it's a child or a parent or just a family member or even a loss of that relationship how do we cope with that change when it comes most of us don't plan to walk through those things by choice and if we do it still probably wasn't originally written in the plans So I just encourage you again, like I said in the beginning, to be in the word. How do you cultivate hope? How do you take action steps of hope? What does that tactically look like? And we'll probably get into some more of this as we continue to talk this whole month on change and newness and how to walk through that with grace and with strength and with hope and trust and growth. And I'm really excited to talk about that with you guys this month, and I'm going to have a special guest on to talk about it some more, and again, we're going to be talking about it more in my Facebook community, so make sure to click on it in the show notes or go to Christian Wife and Marriage Community on Facebook. Join us, and we welcome your feedback and thoughts, and really look forward to tackling the change that comes our way this year together you don't have to go about it alone and you might feel like it's a lonely place but we're in this together girls so I'm excited to have you back make sure to come back every Saturday for the jar podcast episodes I pray that this blessed you and I just want to leave you with this one quote that I absolutely love and I think it's really encouraging for this time of year it says our hope doesn't lie in the new year but in the one who makes all things new. Loads of love, Lydia. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 15. All this is for your benefit so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. I'll see you next Saturday, same time, same place.